Or am I making it up? Or have I got a different translation of the Bible? Because when the Bible says something like that, and it's not just in that one place, it's in many places. I can, I've done many sermons on it. That, to me, is frightening. That's why the Word of God says you should live out your salvation with what's fear, the word? fear and trembling. Does it say that you should live out your salvation with full self-esteem? Does it say that? No, it says you should live out your salvation with fear and trembling. What's fear? Fear of an omnipotent God. An omnipotent God who has the power. Jesus says, I will tell you who you should fear. Fear him who after the killing of the body has the power to what? Cast you into hell. Cast you into hell. That's who you should fear. The problem today is, in the church at large, there's no fear of God. Why? Because oh, he's a loving God. That's one a part of his nature. He's also a God of great wrath. You've got to have two. You've got to have the two. You've got to understand his wrath to understand his love. You've got to understand his wrath to understand why Jesus got sent to earth. You've got to understand the wrath of God and hell and burning forever to understand the word that says live out your salvation with fear and trembling. With fear and trembling. So you live it out. Why fear and tremble? Why fear and tremble? Because if you're fearing and trembling, you will obey the will of the Father. Amen. If you submit to Him and follow Him in full submission, you will obey Father, you will do his will. You will be very frightened to do something outside his will. And you know what? I can vouch. I don't live under, under that fear and trembling enough. And I think we could all say the same thing. Amen. It's very easy. You know how? You just push it out of your mind for a week. You forget about God for a week and go about living life as usual. According to the modern culture, slot in. Slot in, and it's much easier to slot in. Amen. What else does it say here? 1 Peter 2.21 To this you were called because Christ suffered for you. Because of that, because of his suffering on the cross, you were called, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. And it says he committed no sin. He committed no sin. To me, that is the miracle of miracles. That is evidence that he's God. How hard is it to commit no sin? Do Christians sin? That's another question. Do Christians sin? Yes. Yeah. Should Christians sin? If they followed and obeyed the Holy Spirit, guess what? If you, from the moment you got saved, if you followed the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit completely had possession of you and you lived according to His Word and His will in your life, you would not sin. Did you know that? Because the Holy Spirit does not sin. So if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you can't sin. Because the Holy Spirit will not sin. It doesn't go near sin. Amen. Because if you, he can't be called holy if he goes into sin with you. So what does the word say? You grieve him. You grieve him away. He doesn't leave you unless you reject him. He won't leave you. But you grieve him away. So a lot of Christians live with the Holy Spirit away, knocking at the door of your heart. Let me in. Let me in. That's the latest in church, isn't it? You know, I stand at the door and knock. I stand at the door of your heart and knock. Let me in. 
Let me in. Let me guide you. Let me live through you. A lot of the time, we're, because the culture is so loud in our head, the culture is so loud in our heart, we can't hear his knock. We can't hear him knocking. We can't hear him pleading with us. 1 Peter 2.21. 2.22, it says, He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, that's what Jesus went through. They hurled insults. They were insulting to the Son of God. He did not retaliate. He didn't lift up a... He didn't grab a stone and try to stone him. He didn't lift up his fist. You know, anyone here been insulted before? Yeah? Does it make you angry? Makes you want to do something about it yourself, doesn't it? You know, I'm sure when you're in a school kid in a schoolyard, you know, you've been in fights and stuff. You know, I know I got into a lot of fights as a kid. Kids insult me and so I fix them. Sometimes. Sometimes they fix me too. <laughs> When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He, he himself bore our sins in his body on the, on the tree so that we might die to sins. He bore our sins because he had no sin. Every sin we commit goes upon him, went upon Jesus in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. You know, we're called sheep. Jesus calls us sheep. The reason he calls us sheep is because if, if one follows him, all follow him. And we all follow after Jesus. He, he calls and we follow him. And do you know, as, as Christians, we can go astray. Amen. But he will always call us back. He always calls us. He's always calling for us. You know, little black sheep, come over here. Remember my story about the sheep, crazy sheep? And um, the sheep, they come. You know, and so in a, in a sense, there's always one sheep that leads the way and the rest follow that one sheep to the shepherd. Or that's in a, a normal, um, what do you call a group of sheep? Flock. 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 It is, I was going to say flock, but I thought that was a bird. Bird. Flock of birds as well. Isn't that interesting? Flock of birds, flock of sheep. Yeah, so flock. Um, now I've lost my train of thought. But it doesn't matter. He's calling us. Amen. He's calling us. Come. Walk with me. Come. Keep in step with me. Stay with me. Don't partake in the world. Don't do what the world does. I always hear this. And every morning when I'm in my devotions, I hear God telling me, stay with me today. Stay in me today. Amen. More so now than ever in history. I think we've got more against the church now ever than in history. Amen. There's a lot going against the church. So we need to keep in step with Jesus. So in your hand is a piece of bread. And this represents the body of Jesus that was broken for us. And so we break it in remembrance of him. So let's take it now. Let's take a cup in remembrance of his blood that was shed for us. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for us, Lord. We bless you.
Thank you, God.